A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. Swift, 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 Swift. Ish. What just happened? And we're back with a new episode of Swiftish. It's episode 23. Yes. Um, this is Ashley. And this is Shelby. And this week is a big week. Yes. It is Taylor's <laughs> 30th birthday. Oh, you're right. On Friday the 13th. Mm. So it's like extra special. Yeah, and you'll be seeing her. Oh my gosh, I will. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I- yeah, because we're recording this on Wednesday. Um, so it'll come out Monday after the birthday, after the jingle ball, after who knows what happens on her special day. But and who knows, we might be way behind like yeah. last week. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you listen to our episode on Monday, we were like <laughs> hypothesizing whether or not Taylor will release anything Christmas esque. Yeah. And she did. Yeah, she did. She did. But I in another way though, we were both wrong because all of our theories were sort of proven incorrect because it yeah. wasn't a whole Christmas album and she says she just wrote it yeah. in a week. In a so. week. Hmm. We can get more into that <laughs> later, but I think she had an idea of what it was going to be. <laughs> okay, okay. But that's mine. But to it's Christmas time. So Chris, yes. I love Christmas. I love holidays. So I got you a little gift. <gasps> oh my goodness. I didn't really Thank you. wrap it. Oh. Not that much. It's a Taylor Swift ornament. It is. And it's by Kelsey Q. KQ. She is the teacher. Everyone knows and yes. loves her. And she has a big Etsy shop. And I I love them. And it's subtle enough that my husband won't mind. Yes, it is. It <laughs> says, this is our place with a house. We make the rules. Yes. So it's not too tailored. Yeah. It's really cute. And it's just... Thank you. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And maybe we'll, we'll post it on our story yes. or maybe on... Um, our Instagram page or Twitter. I know that her Etsy shop is closed down for the holidays, yeah. but she's been making lots of them. So yeah. I went and snagged one for myself <laughs> and you. So that is a Merry Christmas to Thank us. Thank you. Swiftmas. I know. Yes. Swiftmas. I just, uh, I was just in New York for the weekend and on my way out the door, I was like, maybe I'll set up Christmas really fast. And then I got halfway through setting up my tree and I realized I was out of time. And so it's just a... <laughs> A disaster I haven't fully um, untangled, but this will motivate me to really get it finished. (laughs) And it's hard because I know you're traveling for the holidays. I'm traveling for the holidays. It's hard when you're not here for Christmas to really set up because you set up for Christmas, you're there for a week or so, and then when you come back, (laughs) you take everything down. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm gonna leave my lights up till January. I don't know about <laughs> you. Rebel. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just lazy. Yeah. Honestly, my lights will probably be up till February. Yeah, <laughs> I think that would have been a more realistic lyric, but it just yeah. doesn't roll off the tongue quite the same. It way. doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Not at all. But you know what does roll off the tongue very well is a beautiful ghost is nominated for a Golden Globe. You're right. That's exciting. Yes, I know. I was just on. On my other podcast, P.S. You're Wrong, we talked a lot about the Golden Globes, and we were kind of split on whether or not she has a chance this year with the competition, because it's kind of all over the place, kind of for movies not everyone, like, loves. Mm -hmm. No one's actually seen Cats yet, like, anyone. Yeah, well, um, it's for the best original song, uh, Beautiful Ghost, people obviously have not seen it, but then you kind of go into, uh, like, the other ones, too, Um, has everyone seen Rocket Man? Has mm. everyone seen Frozen 2, yeah. The Lion King, Harriet? There are yeah. all these songs that are from yeah. those those movies. And I haven't seen Rocket Man, although I'm oh, in love good. with the main character. Yeah. I like Elton John, but I'm in love with the actor. Right. He's like <laughs> a very hot PETA from yes. very hot. I think he's gorgeous. Um, do you have a favorite amongst these? I mean, I loved Into the Unknown from Frozen too. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't seen Frozen. I listened to all of these songs before oh, I did. came. And I have to be honest, I'm, the one that I really liked, and it's probably because I saw the movie and it was really inspirational, was Stand Up. Oh, yeah. I really like Stand Up. I, I still need to see that. From it's, Harriet, right? From Harriet. Mm. It's such a good movie. You know, Joe Holwyn's oh, in yes. it. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> But right. it's, it's a really good movie, really good song. Uh-huh. Like, I got, like... 
you know, prickles listening to yeah. it. But I remember we gave a lot of heat on Beautiful Ghost. We were like, yeah. I don't really like it. I listened to it in my car. I was trying to show my husband, Lance, how she says, um, Chances. Chances and dances. <laughs> and he didn't catch it. And I barely didn't, I barely caught it in the car, like in the acoustics. Right. It's really nice. I got like little like tinglies too. Like my hair stood yeah. up on my arm. So I, I think it has a good chance. It has a good chance. It has a good chance. <laughs> Boom. You know, I wasn't, it's hard because none of them really stand out, stand out, except for I think stand up stands out to me. Yeah. Um, no, I think it'll be. I mean, it'll be fun to see, and I think she's excited yeah. that it's getting nominated. And it really, there hasn't been, like, a ton of Cats promotion, like, yeah, but hasn't. I feel like Taylor's been really carrying the load with them, talking all, about this all the yeah, time. Yeah, all of her interviews, she's been talking about it. Yeah. Um, if you're in New York, yeah. there's a lot of promotion for <laughs> that in New York. Lots of Cats posters yeah. all over the place. If you go to our Instagram and see Shelby in front of one of the billboards, oh, no. you'll see it's everywhere. <laughs> My husband's in New York today, and he says all the cabs have cat ears yes. on it. I know, I'm trying to capture a picture, but yeah, it drove it's, off. It's cute, all the cats running away from you. <laughs> yeah. um, what one thing I will say is that if Taylor does win, the Beehive is gonna come for her because <laughs> it's Tay against Bay. Yeah. Well, not really, but you know that's yeah, how yeah. some of the. It's yeah. It's really sad. I know. I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see who wins. Yeah. I'm excited I'm, that it's nominated. Yeah. I think it means good odds for her being nominated for an Oscar. Oh. Um, so yeah, I mean, Dot. I think this is like her third Golden Globe nomination for a song. Um, Has I she don't won? remember which ones. No. Okay. So exciting stuff, but oh, also no. she was just named Billboard's Woman of the Decade. I know. And then the article came yes. out today, and this is the first Woman of the Decade ever. Yes. This is her first um, recipient of the award. She's been named first female artist twice and she was the youngest woman in history to be honored as woman of the year for billboard so cute i know and how how, did you like her photos oh yes i'm obsessed with this magazine cover it's like the first one this era that i've like truly just loved like like i appreciate and (laughs) respect and honor the other ones but for some reason just that like red lip classic look i just mm. she got that red yes classic red lip what does it go style tell me yeah, how it's it a goes. red lip classic oh god <laughs> i was going crazy i liked it too and the black and the red yeah. everything was popping yes. and then she's in that white button-up mm-hmm. like work blouse and she's mm-hmm. being the man she's like yeah. really literally rolling up her sleeves and she's like yes. this is what i did this decade yeah like, on to 2020 i know it was a good it was a good article too it was pretty I thought it had enough juicy bits to get a bunch of Swifties riled up. Oh um, but it was also just, it was great to see her feel so, like, secure and confident. And even the mm-hmm. even the interviewer was like, you just seem so, like, like measured and well thought out. And she was like, thank you. Like, I really feel like I'm in a place where I feel secure. And I just mm-hmm. love that. Yeah, and she has all the time. She has, she's at a place in her career, and she's talked about this, where she can make the moves she wants to. Yeah. She can decide not to do as many performances as she did when she was 17. Mm-hmm. And she's not go, go, go. She can really methodically plan out what really matters to her and where right. she's going to go. Which yes. is good for her. On some fans, it's, they don't like it. But you just <laughs> have to think. I'm glad that she's, par- like, not parroting, but she's, like, um, pitting them two together. Like, when yes. I was 17, I was still making a name for myself. Like, I had to be out there. I had yeah. to be pleasing everybody. I had to go, go, go. Now... I'm at a point where I don't have to. I know. So, I mean, it's it's exciting to see her really, like, grasp it and really, like, take ownership mm-hmm. of her career because you can. I know. So what was your favorite bit of the article? Um, I had a bunch of favorite yeah. bits. <laughs> One thing that I really liked, um, and there, I think there are, t- there are two. One was when she was asked if she could go back would she tell her 20-year-old self, like, anything? Would right. she tell her 20-year-old self to change anything? And yeah. she said, no. You know, she said, I would I would have done everything exactly the same way because even really tough things I've gone through taught me that I would never have learned any other way. I really appreciated my experience, the ups, the downs, and maybe 
uh, that seems really ridiculous then, but I've got my <laughs> friends who like me for the right reasons. I got my family. I've got my boyfriend. <laughs> I've got my fans. I've got my cat. <laughs> Which, yeah. you know, to be at that point where it's like, hey, like, it's kind of um, the, 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 the line in paper rings, yes. you know, um, without our exes, without our flaws, we wouldn't be here standing yeah. quite so tall. Yeah, it seems like it's been sort of a theme for her, like even in her Why She Disappeared poem, Mm -hmm. um, again in um, Lover, like I just think she's really excited to see that like, okay, even though 2016 was hell, even though she lost her masters or got into this messy situation, like, you know what, it's all good, like I'm just happy with where I'm at. Really, it's just... It's not, like I said, it's nice to see her in this position yeah. and kind of like just hearing her really comfortable with herself, with her decisions. Um, she doesn't have anyone to apologize to. Yeah. She doesn't want anyone to apologize to her. Yeah. She's just there. Um, yeah. One thing I thought was kind of cute too. Well, not cute, but kind of eye-opening was how she was talking about, you know, she was asked, do you have anyone you go to for advice? Like, yeah. is there anyone, you know, right. she has new artists call her and be like, hey, I'm going yeah. through all these bad times. Can you give me advice? And she does. And like, I know. Well, did you have anyone, do you have anyone right now in your career? And she said, no one right now. But when she first started, um, it was Faith Hill, yeah. which I thought was kind of cool because um, one of the reasons why she kind of nagged her parents to co- go to Nashville at 14 was she watched a documentary with Faith Hill in mm-hmm. it. And that kind of like got her to go there, uh, which is also significant because she has a Faith Hill pin on her, oh, her jacket yes. on the Entertainment Weekly uh, magazine. I'm kind of like pinning all these together. I don't think that's like a huge deal. I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Um, and it's just kind of cool that, you know, she's, she's saying in the country world, like all the girls kind of like band together. It's like right. a family, you know, it's a network. And she's kind of talking to the onto the fact that, you know, when she branched over to pop, you know, no one had really done that successfully. You have, like, mm-hmm. Faith, Faith Hill was country pop. You have Shania Twain, who was country pop. But there's no one who actually just made that cut. Right. And she said, you know, there's not really that, that network. And, you know, they're working to do that because it's society just pins Katie versus Terry. Um, Katie versus Tay. Bay versus Tay. Mm-hmm. So she's, they're wor- she's working on it. She goes, that would be great if they, they can do that. Right. So I'm glad that... These young stars do have Taylor. Yeah. And, you know, no one's been through what Taylor's been through, but I'm glad when she was younger, she had Faith Hill. Yeah. Little, her little country girl family. I know. That was sweet. <laughs> uh, what about you? Do you have any fun? Yeah. I mean, I I really liked the article overall. I didn't really... Nothing, like, jumped out at me while I was reading it, but on Twitter, oh. people, like, lost it. And this could have been an entire, like, tea time moment oh, for us. for sure. But... In the article, Taylor mentions how she really attaches herself to Tumblr more than any social media because it just feels like this living room, like it feels a little removed from the general public still, and she can joke and have fun and be be like ragged on by her own fans and just have a good time. But in the course of explaining this, she's sort of like, yeah, I don't like Twitter. Like, Twitter is a little toxic for me. Um, I It just becomes too much to like read about who's breaking up with who, whatever, and so I just don't go on Twitter. I have, I don't follow anyone. I don't, I got it off my phone. I don't like Twitter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so Twitter, salt, Twitter Swifties, um, didn't know how to take this. Some of them felt like that was shade towards them, whereas I felt like it was more, it wasn't about her fans on Twitter. It was more just about Twitter in general. Yeah. And how if Taylor engaged with her fans on Twitter the way she engaged with her fans on Tumblr, <laughs> it would just be such a mess in the in everyone else's like G, the general public's like um, timelines and just oh, yeah. I can't even envision what that would look like. They would retweet her. Yeah. they would drag <laughs> her. They would yeah. comment. Cancelled. Yeah. Yeah. And other people were like, "Wait, if Taylor never goes on Twitter, then how did she find me for social for secret sessions?" And then people were like oh my gosh, Taylor doesn't pick you for secret sessions. Can we just admit that? And then that started a whole, the whole downward spiral for a lot of people. And then some people were like, she's right to drag us. Like, we're all monsters. We can't even, like, allow her to enjoy things. Like, spelling is fun without just totally destroying her. <laughs> <laughs> and so points were made across the board. It was just a mess. Some people were pretty disappointed that Taylor never has anything positive to say about Twitter, even if she doesn't 
interact on Twitter, she could have appreciated the fact that we get hashtags going, that we mm-hmm. get trends and stuff. People vote for her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it well, was pretty messy. I mean, it's interesting because she doesn't say she's never on Twitter. She says right. sometimes when I open Twitter, I get so overwhelmed, I just immediately close it. Yeah. I do that too. Like, I kind of just, like, stay away from Twitter. I get very anxious. Yeah. I haven't had Twitter on my phone in a while. In a while. Like, you know, I'm sure when she's, I'm sure when she is ready to pick her people, she probably mm-hmm. scrolls through them. And some people, some secret sessioners were like, I asked Taylor Nation if they help find people for secret sessions or for Lover's Lounge. And they said, no, Taylor does it all by herself. And yeah. who knows, maybe Taylor's on someone else's phone going right. through t- Twitter. Um, maybe, I, I don't know, maybe people say, hey, check out Shelby's <laughs> feed. And I'm sure yeah. there's people who like look and maybe she goes on taylor nation's feed and sees what they've liked what they've retweeted and she's gone through that like maybe that's how she does it um she doesn't hate us um (laughs) but she also yeah do instagram swifties are they mad that she never mentions instagram swifties no (laughs) Uh, no i don't think so like i don't i I didn't see a lot of hate on there um i unfortunately don't really i get tumblr but i I don't get enough attention on Tumblr <laughs> to really it's feel tough. validated. Yeah. I'm not followed by Taylor like you are. So, you know, it's... And, like, people do reblog, 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 reblog. Uh, whenever I'm on there, I reblog, 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 reblog. Yeah, yeah. And I still... I'm like, I don't know when Taylor's yeah, online. So, I'm like, yeah. I don't know what's going on. And that's what's interesting, too, is there's all these, like, factions in the yeah. fandom. And, like, Twitter Swifties think Tumblr's for, you know, what they call cupcakes. And they're just, like, um... They're embarrassed by what she's making jokes about and stuff. And it's like, guys, if you (laughs) like Taylor's Tumblr sense of humor, it's not like she's going to come on Twitter and suddenly be like this snarky biatch who's like edgy and cool for you, you know? And remember when she used to tweet? Yeah. And people would drag her when she tweeted. Like, yeah. This is why we can't have nice things. Let Taylor have Tumblr. Let her have be that safe place. If you want to talk to Taylor, go on Tumblr. And it's also just like, I mean, don't don't be a Swifty yeah. out of a need for like validation and getting likes and notices. Uh-huh. And it's messy. It's complicated. Everyone can point a finger at me and be like, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, I get it. Like, I get it. It's very exciting when it happens. But ultimately, like, if it all boils down to you spending that much time on Twitter, on Tumblr, on Instagram, because you want taylor swift to like like something or notice something or call you her best friend or say hey buddy that's just gonna invite a lot of anxiety and um self-loathing and insecurity in your life so oh, yeah well and i feel like that's i mean i feel bad but i feel like that's an, a big reason why so many people are part of social media yeah and that's partial because taylor kind of like she engages with fans mm-hmm. like a way that other people don't she right. finds her fans through social media so that's why yeah. like it's such a cut like doggy catty cat world yeah. out there you know just everyone's just they, yeah. they're trying to support one another but i think a lot of people <laughs> like underneath are trying to be noticed right. and be nice yeah. and you know just be that that pal that uh-huh. taylor swift you're like oh shelby she's nice to people look at what <laughs> she's doing you know i like i, know, I don't know if very every, interesting politics i just don't know if everyone truly has everyone's back right especially on twitter I know. because people are so and we'll <laughs> you guys we have a good should have said nope segment for you at the end of that yeah. <laughs> we have a good example of how like why, why taylor probably just stays out of <laughs> out of uh twitter yes very but, true i am um, it is interesting because when I did read a part of this article, it kind of made me think of you. Um, mm-hmm. We've talked about Taylor Swift singles that she releases for all of her albums, whether or not, you know, Me was the best single to choose from Ooh. Lover, whether or not um, Shake It Off was the best for Lover, and we kind of got our answer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sort of. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, she's, she's just basically saying, like, Shake It Off is nothing like the rest of 1989. And she doesn't really want to put out a single that really gives you the answer and the clues of what the whole album's going to be like. Yeah, which I totally get. And I love Shake It Off. I think it was such a good idea to do that. I think my issue with me is more that it probably never needed to be written. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so if you... Okay, let's cut me out of the whole... The whole, like, story. What single would you have released that would have not necessarily given away... 
everything on lover this is a good challenge yeah let me pull it up so i can make sure pull it up you guys the pressure is on okay i guess i would do i think he knows oh yeah I think he knows would have been fun. It's different enough than most of Rep that mm-hmm. they'd be like, oh, whoa, what is happening here? What's she playing with? Like, is this going to be the whole thing? It resets the energy. It focuses on the romance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that would be my, I think that would be my pick. I think that'd be my pick too. I think he knows or Paper Rings because they're both mm. kind of like, they're both kind of like that. Yeah. But I think, I think he knows would really do really well i think yeah. on radios re- yeah I, yeah it I so i think she could have done without me that's the moral of the story <laughs> <laughs> but she has it and i'm really excited for this um netflix documentary where oh we gosh. maybe get to see when she realized um hey kids the spelling is fun needed to go because either we'll all feel really bad about it or it'll be like an aha moment for Taylor that we get to witness. <laughs> Do we know when filming wrapped up for that? No. Okay. But I'm hopeful. You're hopeful. You know, because Lover Era was such a big part of her becoming vocal about politics and stuff that it has to include it if it's about her becoming vocal. Yeah, and also it the the like the the tester teaser photo on like yeah. Netflix is of her at the AMAs right. two years ago when she says this is the next chapter. Mm-hmm. So that would just that that automatically kind of gives me like oh it starts then yeah and then it probably wrapped up I yeah. don't know when and um, it was just a year ago yeah. right yeah well because yeah. it was it was yeah, yeah, 2018 yeah. it was after rep and then yeah and everyone's like that. what's going on <laughs> yeah. next chapter and oh. here we are and here we are you guys yeah. <laughs> season two of Swiftish talking about lover a year ago we were talking about. Rep. reputation we were talking about reputation we were, we hadn't closed out I think. Our last one was New Year's Day, mm-hmm. and it was around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, my god! I know. I know. Absolutely gutted. So much has changed. Yeah. <laughs> she is now working to own her music. Yes. And um, funny enough, they talk about how, you know, she said every week we get dozens of um, sync requests to you Shake It Off in some advertisement or blank space in some movie trailer. And, you know, she says no to every single one of them because she's she did, a boss. Because she's the man. Because <laughs> yeah. she wants to. She's like, I'm so open to people. She, I want my music to live on. Yeah. That was the 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 title of right. the article. She wants her music to live on, but in her terms. Right. So once she owns her music, yeah. she'll say yes. Yeah, because she's definitely said yes in past. I think Secret yeah. Life of Pets used Welcome to New York. Yeah. Um, that horrible Adam Sandler movie used Look What You Made Me Do. I don't think I've ever seen that horrible Adam oh, Sandler so movie. It's on Netflix. It's like a murder mystery on a boat. Jennifer thing. Aniston? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. I just don't remember Look What You Made Me Do. Um, it was in the trailer. Okay. But I think Locked what down. I think she just um, decided, she must have just decided once that, once she lost her chance to buy the Masters, once they went to Scooter, she's like, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm yeah. done like giving you guys permission to it's, profit. Off it's of interesting this. that she still says she still wants to buy those masks. I know. So I wonder, she said that in this I article. I wonder if she re records her masters if she still wants to buy those masters. I don't think so. That would make no fiscal sense. Right? I, that's why I don't like she's still. I think she's saying like. If push comes to shove and they give her a good deal on her masters, she'll buy them, and then we won't get the re-recordings. So why don't you want you don't you want? Her, I want her to re-record all her stuff with, with her, her new vocals. Her new vocals, yeah, yeah, with her stronger vocals. I'd be so bummed out after all this hype. The promise of maybe getting Babe on oh, an album, yeah. like I would just be so let down. Like I'd be happy, I guess, but I'd be let down that like we've missed that opportunity to like hear her re-sing like forever and always yeah, or and give us the rock version of we are never ever getting back together you and know? she said that she's listening to fans and she's yeah. taking their ideas in and yeah. I, <laughs> I was thinking the other day that you know a lot of her songs are so um everyone's just so used to it mm-hmm. if she re-recorded in a different way would people be happy yes <laughs> would, and i'm talking about the locals like, all right, the 50s right. were gonna be happy but people yeah. who are used like my sister who mm-hmm. doesn't hate taylor but doesn't like taylor right if she changed shake it off or we're right. never getting back together like would they be happy would she kind of maybe give us alternate versions and like bonus right. tracks i think what she said is that she wouldn't change the instrumentation much okay. so i i it's more of a 
a wishful thinking when I say I'd like some of the tour versions, but I think more it would just be her re-singing exactly as they are. So yeah, you'd get with, Love Story, but with 2019 vocals. With her 30-year-old <sighs> strong yes. voice. And yeah. without that, like, twang, you know. <laughs> makes me, yeah, it makes me wonder how she's going to do that. Yeah, our twang, song with this our song year, is I don't know. <laughs> but I would love to find out. So it might make me a bad person, but I'm really rooting for them to not come to an agreement and for her to go ahead and re-record in mm-hmm. November. <laughs> yeah, because you know, you would be very chuffed uh, yeah. <laughs> if she would re-record yes, in November, right? take the piss out of me. <laughs> Did I use that right? I don't think so. I don't think it, I, I don't think it would take the piss out of you. Yeah. I think um, you would be gutted if, yeah. if it yeah. didn't happen. I think yeah. that's what it is. Which leads us into our next, mm. next um, fun video she gave us. Um, the British Vogue video. She sat down with an interview with Edward Innifel, who is the editor-in-chief of British Vogue. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. And she talked about her favorite British slang. And, <laughs> and she said all this stuff, and I knew what wanker meant. But everything else, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know what that means. Um, so all these favorite British slang of hers. Yes, so please explain. Cup of rosy. I thought, before looking it up, it was like a cup of rosé, like... Oh. Like, like a sip of cute sip yeah. of wine because she's yeah. very into wine. It's a cup of tea. Uh-huh. Um, chuffed means very happy. Knackered means tired, gutted, mm-hmm. devastated, mm-hmm. and sad. Taking the piss means but not taking a piss, but <laughs> making fun of somebody. I got someone else's expense. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. when we make fun of Justin Bieber all the time. <laughs> Having a kip is napping. Well fit is very hot, good looking, <laughs> and wanker is a jerk. Mm. So I, that was cute. I yeah. liked all of that. And he He's said, very British. He said since you're living in London, li- living here, so it just kind of like gives you an insight to like <laughs> where she spends most of her time. Yeah. Well, our song this episode, we're talking about Christmas Tree Farm, and yeah. we know it was recorded in the UK. I think the the most interesting part of this whole interview, this whole sit-down conversation with him, is how she talks about going into her 30s. Yeah. Um, I'm 33. You're ending out. You're 27. Oh, no. I'm 28. You're 28. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, you're 26. You're de-aging me. You're, <laughs> um, could be worse. I could be like, you're 30, right? Yeah. Um, you're, you're ending out yeah. your 20s. And so I think this is like... I think this is very... 26. Oh, my gosh. This ah. is just... It's <laughs> when we met, you were 26. Yeah. Like, oh, three years ago. Baby. Baby. <laughs> baby Shelby. Um, you know, we're, we're ending out... You're ending out a decade. I'm at the beginning of... I'm almost... I'm, I'm going to be 34 next year. Um, but she just said that 20s was... For her, was trying on... Like, going into a shop, trying out a bunch of costumes, and just, like, walking out in the outfit she walked in with mm-hmm. just super super comfortable mm-hmm. and one thing that kind of like I like we're, I'm always struggling with this but she said that um you know one thing is that she is she's really recognized in her 30s is that she can recognize and diagnose toxic messages mm-hmm. being sent to her by society she says you know she needs to feel healthy in her life and she doesn't she's like I'm not a coat hanger right you know, I'm just not something for you to you know, like to admire, dress up and yeah. admire. And she says she wants to take pleasure in food. She doesn't, she doesn't, this is very interesting to me. I need to not use my body like an exercise of control when I feel out of control mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, this rings so true to, to me because sometimes, and I, I think a lot of, a lot of men, a lot of women can relate when you don't feel like things are going your way. Yeah. You're like, what can I control? Mm-hmm. I can control what I eat. I can control, like you just kind of, you have a bad relationship with food, with yeah. your body, because with that's exercise. a, with exercising. Yeah. That's the one thing you can control. Yeah. Um. And so, like, I've dealt with these issues my whole life. Like, even right now, you know, I'm I'm in my I'm 33. My metabolism isn't what it was when I was 22, 23. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't have as much energy as I used to, and I'm gaining weight, and I'm really. Like, it's stressing me out. I don't want to go out. I don't want to go be seen because I'm just, I don't like how I look and I'm, because I'm not comfortable with myself. And so seeing her being like, even in the Elle article when she was like, I learned to love the fat of my body. Like, I'm constantly, and I'm 33, I I feel like she's just way ahead of (laughs) me too, but I'm constantly trying to be like, no, like, you are not, like, people aren't looking at you the way you're looking at you. Because I'm I'm always like, thinking like oh it's not because I don't like I it's also because I don't like 
the way I look sometimes, but I'm all, also wondering what people are going to be thinking of me. Mm. But she's like, I'm not a coat hanger. Yeah. It's like, okay, like, learn to really, like, this is the time right now to really learn to love yourself and accept mm. things that you don't, you can't control. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, just, like, comparing this interview, this idea to, like, how she talked about feminism in 2016, mm-hmm. like, 2014, like, the 1989 era, it's just, like... You can see the growth that has been made and just realizing, like, it doesn't have to be so performative and there's, like, huge power in being, like, honest. Because I don't think Taylor ever would have admitted to any of those feelings when she was in the 1989 Mm -hmm. era and, like, feeling, like, the pressure to be perfect and to be poised and to be, like, everyone's best friend. And Mm -hmm. now she's, like... Life is rough sometimes, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And like how we said earlier, this is the article where she was talking about how she had a point in her career where she can choose when and what she works on. Mm -hmm. So she can choose, you know, she she can choose whether she's going to be going on 50 shows for tour Mm -hmm. or she's only going to go on 15 shows for tour. And um, I think this is a really healthy time in her life where she can focus on her health, on her mental well-being, on her relationships, on her family, Mm -hmm. on any emergencies that come up. She's, she does, she can choose. She's such a big star. Mm -hmm. She can choose what she wants to do. Yeah. Including putting out a surprise Christmas (gasps) track. (laughs) Oh my goodness, you guys. (laughs) Are we surprised? Yeah. So, like, we recorded last week on... Wednesday. Wednesday. The 5th. And so, the whole episode, I was just really against this idea of a Christmas album, because it didn't make any sense to me, like, a release structure. And then the next morning, I wake up to Taylor Swift posting a video of her asking her cats if she should release this Christmas song she just wrote. And I was like, oh, our whole episode is ruined. (laughs) Like... But it was kind of fun because when you do look back on our old episode, like, yes, we were off, but it was also, like, we, we were talking about how people are hypothesizing that she was going to release something on December 6th, which she did because midnight yes. on December 6th, she released something. We talked about Christmas trees. We talked about the Christmas tree in me. So, yeah. like, we we were pointing out things that she was doing, <laughs> and now we can tie them yeah. together to Christmas trees. Oh, me. Oh, like Christmas tree. <laughs> but this farm. is what this is where I'm like, no, we're all just talking ourselves into these Easter eggs because Mm-mm. they're not real Easter eggs. Or Taylor Swift is lying to us. So, what do you believe? Because she had posted like the Christmas tree um, hashtag on Tumblr and. People were like, oh, the Christmas tree and the me music video. And then there was that rumor of hits, that Twitter account that was like, something's coming. And everyone was like, Christmas album. Mm-hmm. But then Taylor's version of the story is that she woke up on December 1st with this song idea, wrote it, produced it, and decided to release it that Thursday. I think that she knew <laughs> she was going to do a Christmas song. Because really? she, says, she says she wrote it. But she's not going. She, like, why wait a year? Uh-huh. So, like, I think she knew because even in the Al- the Ellen magazine or the Ellen interview, she says something about the Christmas tree. Like, so like, there's little things that she's hinted to. I think maybe she knew she was going to do a Christmas track, and she also said that there are going to be Easter eggs where a year from now, two years from now, like you could tie them <laughs> together. Like she said that. But she that. released in her statement to Variety. That she had come up with the song on December 1st. Yes, maybe she came up with a song, but she could already... <laughs> but she knew she was going to do a Christmas song. She, she probably, Maybe she already had the title Christmas Tree Farm. Uh-huh. Because I think that... I think she had an idea of what it would be about, but she wrote it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I, think, I think that would make Taylor a liar. But she's I not think... lying. She said she came up with a song. She didn't say she came up with a song title. <laughs> She wrote the song. But why would she lie about that to present this sort of like, oh, isn't it whimsical? I just made up this song out of thin air and now I'm releasing it yeah, to I you. Yeah, I mean, she can, write, she can write a song and know, like, oh, I'm going to write a Christmas song. <laughs> and then just write it in December. No, Mm-mm. no, I don't, no, I don't believe it. I think the, I think the Christmas tree was in response to Lover um, or wherever she mentions, yes, Christmas. I think the hashtags on Tumblr were just because she likes Christmas. And I think she was maybe actually inspired by our weird obsessive, like, she's writing a Christmas album to be like, should I write a Christmas album? But they're all Christmas trees. Like, she didn't do anything except for Christmas trees. I know. Maybe her putting those 13 Christmas trees 
is what inspired Christmas Tree Farm. Yeah. But she's also talked about, like, she she visited the Christmas Tree Farm last year. So I think it's been in the back <laughs> of her head. And I don't know if we should truly trust Shelby's interpretation <laughs> of what Taylor's going to it's do. It's not an interpretation, though. This is a This is a factual account by Taylor Swift's team that Variety and all these news sources got that she woke up on the weekend after Thanksgiving and wrote this song out of thin air. But that's when she started putting Christmas tree. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. After, it was right after Thanksgiving she started doing all that. I was like, we'll have to go back and check those Thanksgiving was a week and a half ago. I Okay, okay. But now you're changing your story and agreeing with me. Now, I'm <laughs> I'm saying I could... T- I'm, I'm someone who's not... I'm open to so many <laughs> different ideas. You know this. I do Easter yeah. eggs out of everything. So yeah, I'm open yeah. to both ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe in the back of her mind, she knew she was going to do a Christmas song and release it next year. But then she was like, hey, I don't yeah. need to be perfect. Oh, okay. Which, okay. let's get down to Christmas tree farm. <laughs> so she released it on December 6th. And the video, she said she didn't want to re- She didn't want to wait a whole year. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then... Um, so, and what Swift wrote the song and immediately hit studios to turn it around five days later, according to a statement. Mm-hmm. So, five days mm-hmm. later. I do think Taylor can do that. Um, we'll never know. But what what's interesting is a lot of people started looking up Pine Ridge Farm. And that's where the Christmas tree was. Um, a lot of people were... If you look up Pine Ridge Farm, you'll see a wedding venue in Stewartstown, Pennsylvania, and everyone immediately started pulling that to Taylor <laughs> Swift. Like, oh my gosh, this Christmas tree farm that she grew up with is now renovated into a wedding venue. Uh-huh. I'm going to get married there. Maybe Taylor got married there last year. <laughs> Maybe Taylor's going to get married there. And people don't know the geography of Pennsylvania like I do because I lived in Philadelphia for seven years. She grew up around Reading, Pennsylvania. Stewartstown and Reading, they're about like two hours away. So oh, that's okay. not like, yeah. it's not plausible. So what happened with this is this one is Pine Ridge Farm Christmas Trees in Reading, Pennsylvania. Um, sorry, Swifties, if you have your heart setting <laughs> on getting married in the Stewartstown, PA, it's still a cute idea. Yeah. Go ahead, do there. It's cute. Yeah, it's so cute. But she lived there during her early years. You know, you can see all the videos of the Christmas music video she posted. It was really, right. really cute. And funny enough, this was her dad's 11 or 14-acre hobby farm that he bought from a client. Yeah. So he works or worked for Merrill Lynch, and he would tend it on his free time. So, you know, 4 a.m., he'd get up in the morning, you know, then, you know, jet set it to Merle Lynch (laughs) and work all day there. So it was his hobby farm. I'm pretty sure he had people who, like, worked on it, too. Um, But she actually had some, they all had jobs. And one of her jobs, because she was so tiny, she couldn't help lift trees, was to um, get all the praying mantises pods off the tree and collect them so that bugs wouldn't hatch inside people's houses. Yeah. But yeah, put this Taylor is why to work. You buy fake trees, no, everyone. That's what I do. <laughs> and because my dogs would pee on a fresh oh, yeah. tree. No one wants that. No one wants that. Um, but they started Taylor working so young. Yeah. And that's probably why she's so weird. She had to go like, get little, like, pre mantis <laughs> bugs out of there. I mean, she's, like, talked about this Christmas tree yeah. farm regularly throughout her career. Like, I remembered it. Most Swifties could tell you all about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in the Philadelphia Magazine when in 2008, when she was just starting out, she talked about it and how fun it was to have, live on an actual tree, Christmas tree farm. And then with Big Machine in 2013, she just talked about how much she loves Christmas and how she thinks it's probably because she grew up on a Christmas tree farm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, and then again in 2015, she mentioned it with El Taiwan, where she's like, oh, I'm just fascinated by this holiday. I don't know if you heard, but mm. I grew up on a Christmas tree farm. <laughs> so it's like, this has been in her blood. It's been in something she's obsessed with. She clearly has a lot of warm memories attached to this childhood. So what you're saying is that she's been giving us Easter eggs all the <laughs> way back like, yeah. from 2008 that we would get this song. Exactly. In okay. 2008, she's like, I can't wait to, re- to release my next Christmas track, but I'm going to make them really sit on it. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Well, I, I did you like the song? Yeah, I um. So I was in New York over the weekend, and oh, I perfect. Yeah, I know. And so I flew in like Thursday night, and so I was up 
there when it came out. And I was talking to my friend in one of the bedrooms and her roommate was listening to Taylor Swift and I was just like, I just perked up and I was like, is this her new song? And so we had to stop and like listen to it and watch the music video. And I, I, I liked it at first, but I wasn't like that into it. I was sort of like, oh, I kind of wanted something slower, like more ballady maybe. Mm -hmm. Like Lover. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But since then, as I've been like getting ready for Christmas, like it's definitely like in my like pop Christmas playlist rotation for sure. Yeah. It's and it's cute. good. It's it cute. Is. Yeah. It's really cute. I like it. When... But you don't love Christmas music, you said originally. I don't love Christmas music. So I'm this just... one okay? Is no, this one it like okay? totally won me over. Oh, I think one thing is because I watched the music video mm. while I was like the first time I listened to the song. Yeah. And so it really put me in that mood. You know, all of yeah. her home videos of her growing up, of her like being a baby, her yeah. opening, her first guitar, like that really gave me like all the feels like the beginning of Taylor it was just really sweet and just precious and really gave you that inside you want Mm. to like growing up as a Swift and you know just seeing young mama and papa Swift (laughs) Austin their dogs they had oh yeah (laughs) R.I.P. that's the first thing I saw when I saw the dogs I was like that dog is definitely dead like their dog's dead now so that made me sad Um, but it was just really it just was really sweet yeah, I think most people like it. I know, like, I mean, not many people review, like, Christmas tracks, mm-hmm. but Variety called it homey and hearthy and said it's lushly orchestrated for maximum holiday glee. Um, Elle called it infectious and personal for a pop holiday track. And Elite Daily uh, complimented the songwriting, saying she's one heck of a songwriter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank heck. you. And um, the lyrics will make anyone feel nostalgic for holidays spent at home with family. Oh. So cute. It is really cute. I really, I'm excited to get into it, but I also, you know, we're kind of talking about Taylor Swift being the man and really, like, mm. owning her, her business and, like, herself. And it was interesting that the one article I did come up with when, it, when I was Googling, you know, reviews of this and Taylor Swift, Christmas Tree Farm, was Forbes wrote him an article and it said Taylor Swift's Christmas video a savvy businesswoman's guide on how to connect with people (laughs) and when you're reading when you're reading this article like it ties what Taylor Swift did Mm -hmm. in in the music video to really connect with her fans to what people can do in like their own business so it wasn't just like it wasn't really just all Taylor Swift it was like hey you can take an, a knock out of Taylor Swift's book by doing A, B, and C, yeah. and like not a, not in the music <laughs> industry. So it was really cool. So the three things that they, the three lessons that you know business professionals should remember when they want to strengthen professional relationships is one, be vulnerable, uh, kind of like how she shared all yes. of you know her home videos with people. Mm-hmm. Because usually when you're like when you're meeting someone, you have friends, they go home, they want to see those embarrassing photos, <laughs> they want to see baby photos, videos, and that's not something you just right like, share uh, with yeah. the world. So that's one thing that like you know Taylor has such a good uh, relationship with her fans that it's going to keep people, people coming back. You know we're kind of all like um, obsessed with celebrity lives, so she's sharing what's interests what interests people. That's right. number two. Uh, you know we're always wondering like, huh? I wonder how Selena Gomez like her family life when she was growing mm-hmm. up. Oh. Ryan Gosling, oh, Taylor Swift, Mm -hmm. I'm very interested in that, and so, like, it was a music video that everyone's gonna want to watch, because it's also cute baby Taylor, (laughs) she looks so much like Taylor, I know, it's freaky, I look like nothing like my baby photos, yeah, yeah, but it's just, like, it's just squished down Taylor, that's all it is, little baby JJ, (gasps) the last one is, don't wait for perfect product, (laughs) it says, she didn't want to create a highly produced music music video, she put out a simple video with collaboration (laughs) home videos, people best relate when things are simple, the simpler it is, the easier it is to understand and connect with the feelings and experiences don't mm-hmm. always strive for complexity yeah so I, I don't think that was shade I think yeah. that was definitely like be relatable no, true. you know it's like true. if she's gonna put out this like real like lover yeah lover was great great music video but just so different mm-hmm. you know it just it, I don't know it, yeah. I, I thought it was cool that Forbes wrote an article yeah. on how to hot tips hot tips <laughs> to be a businesswoman like Tay yes um, I know, but let's get into the uh, song and kind of break this down and see if she left anything for us. Thirsty little analysis. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so she starts out with this intro. My winter nights are taken up by static, stress, and holiday shopping traffic, but I close my eyes and I'm somewhere else, just like magic. She sings it really, like, sultry, too. I know. I think that's why I maybe was expecting it to be more, like, yeah, just, like, a fireplace, like, Mm -hmm. moody song, Mm -hmm. because she starts out kind of in that vibe. She does. But then she goes into verse one, and it immediately picks up, and it's, In my heart is a Christmas tree farm where the people would come to dance under sparkles and lights, bundled up in their mittens and coats, and the cider would flow, and I just want to be there tonight. Um... Which I think is a cute way to sort of immediately address this, like, nostalgia for childhood that comes Mm -hmm. up around the holidays. And it's, like, it's not that she's, like, unhappy where she currently is or she's, like, depressed and needs that, like, pick-me-up. It's more that she's so happy now, it immediately reminds her of, like, that childhood, like, whimsy and that that magic of, you know, Santa and snow and all this Mm -hmm. stuff. And she immediately wants to go back to that, like, idyllic day. Yeah, and, like, back then, like carefree you're not Mm -hmm. really you don't have any like timelines to be you don't have to um you don't have to really shop for anyone it's just like you said a magical you're waiting on santa it's snowing especially in her christmas videos (laughs) it's just like you have nothing to worry about right it's it's childhood bliss yeah and it's kind of like you said like she's so happy now she's so in this blissful state that it like kind of reminds her of christmas back then yeah and then she goes into the pre-chorus sweet dreams of holly and ribbon mistakes are forgiven and everything is icy and blue and you would be there too under the mistletoe watching the fire glow and telling me i love you just being in your arms takes me back to that little farm where every wish comes true and i think this is so cute it's like At first, I thought this song would be more about, like, her parents, maybe. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, this is sort of just, like, a sweet little love song where it's, like, the subject of the song is her lover. And, like, she's singing about, (laughs) yeah, she's singing about, you know, being with him and how how that coziness, how that, like, um, sentimentality of being in, like, a warm relationship that feels so secure. I mean, they're going on, like, three or four years now. And, like, she's just like, man, I just... This moment, like, takes me back to that same just, like, warmth and comfort. And, like, I want you to feel that. I wish you could have been there to, like, see how truly, like, happy those days were. Yeah, because then you could truly understand how happy I am right now. Yes. And it kind of takes you back to London Boy when Mm -hmm. she's talking about how, like, you're my home. Mm -hmm. And this is, like, a perfect... The chorus is perfect, like... I feel at home with you. Yeah. I feel safe and secure just how I did when I yeah. was young. And, and the holiday spirit, like, yes. it just makes me love you so Yeah, and oh. it's just such a sweet, like, image, too, where they're, like, you know, watching the fire glow. They're in each other's arms, just having a little nice date night. And mm-hmm. she's, like, oh, yeah, like, we're in the UK right now. We're far away from this, like, from my family and I haven't lived at this farm in a long time, but, like, this moment somehow just, like, magically reminds me of this, like, thing. And, like, and that's why I, like, in my heart is the Christmas tree farm because it's kind of, like, a weird image at first and it sort of tripped me up. I was, like, what is she saying here? Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, a neat way to be, like, like, home is where the heart is, you yeah. know? And, like, yeah. that's that's what I think about at Christmas time. That's what I think about in these cozy moments with you. Like, that's what I feel when you say I love me. I love you is just, like... Oh, like, it's just, like, this little corner of my little heart that I've just yeah. saved and I want to go back to. Kind of like Brendan Urie in the Me music video oh, yes. where he has that heart yeah. and he, like, opens it yeah. up and they just go in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that should have been the music video. It's just that on repeat. <laughs> the kaleidoscope. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then verse two, in my heart is a Christmas tree farm. There's a light in the barn. We run inside out from the cold. In the town, kids are dreaming of sleighs, and they're warm and they're safe. They wake to see a blanket of snow. Um, and then the pre-chorus again. Sweet dreams of holly and ribbon. Mistakes are forgiven, and everything is icy and blue. And you would be there, too, under the mistletoe, watching the fire glow, and telling me I love you. Just being in your arms takes me back to that little farm where every wish comes true. Baby. Baby. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's just sweet. I love the way you read it, too. I kind of want to... Do like a reading of Taylor Swift songs. Uh-huh. Kind of reminds me of um, 
you got mail when Meg oh, Ryan yeah. was doing the readings <laughs> in her little like her her bookstore. I want you to do that. Just let's do wow, yeah, let's do just one full podcast and you're just reading <laughs> Taylor Swift's Christmas stories by the fire. Yeah, yeah, Swift Swiftmas by the fire. Yeah, featuring Shelby reading all of all oh, of this. that is sweet. Oh. I mean, it's just a very lyrical like story. It's just mm-hmm. a very simple song, um, simple images. Like, that list is saying, like, maybe this isn't her most complex song, and there's not, like, these layers of lyrics, like, with Cruel Summer or something, but it's just, like, a really cute, like, moment. Yeah, very simple moment, and that's what happens usually when you're with someone, Mm -hmm. like, it just kind of takes you back home, Yeah, the simplicity of it all. (laughs) Yeah, and so then we get to the bridge, and when I'm feeling alone, you remind me of home, oh, baby, baby, Merry Christmas. And when the world isn't fair, I pretend that we're there. Baby, baby, Merry Christmas to you. And then she goes into the chorus again. And then there's this cute outro where she's just singing and you're just dancing. And it's Mm -hmm. just like, oh, Merry Christmas. I just want you to know. Baby, Merry Christmas. Make every wish come true. I love you. Oh, it's sweet. I know. It's just like, it's cute. It's like when your friend, like, really falls in love, and, like, at first you're kind of like, okay, like, we get it, but then they reach a point where you're just like, they're cute. Yeah. Like, I yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to get this little Christmas card from Taylor that's oh. like, look at us. We're so happy. We're just a cute little family. With, with Taylor and Joe, the three cats. Yes. Does he have a dog? <laughs> I don't know. Joe's an enigma to me. I, I don't I'm know. conundrum. But it's just, like... It's cute that she can whip this out of thin air. And I really like that she wrote it alone. And she talks about in her Billboard article that she's been writing more alone. Mm -hmm. Because she can just be in her head and kind of unpack that. And it's cute that that doesn't always mean working through tough emotions. Like sometimes, like even with Lover, she describes just waking up and wanting to write this sort of like love song about like wedding vows. And here again, she's like... I was just cozy at the fire with my boyfriend and I thought of my Christmas tree farm and so I wrote this Christmas song that I've been planning for eight years, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Since the <laughs> dawn of time. The, yeah. Since she came out of her mom. Yeah. Christmas tree farm, 2019. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Um, I had a dream right after, like, the night this music video came out. Instead of, um, and it, it was just, it was a sweet dream, but mm-hmm. instead of, like, baby Taylor mm-hmm. in the music video, it was Taylor and her baby, not Joe, but her child. And it was just so sweet. And I remember just like watching it and tearing up. And I was like, oh, baby Taylor. With baby baby Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, this isn't Taylor's first um, attempt at a Christmas original. She had a Christmas EP in 2007 Mm -hmm. that featured two original tracks. And I think we need to rank them. Um, Didn't they get ranked as like her worst They're album tough. Yeah. ever. <laughs> but, so she has Christmas Tree Farm out this year, obviously. Love but it. then her other one on that album was Christmases When You Were Mine, which is sort of this heartbreak anthem about how hard it is to be single during cuffing season. Oh, cuffing season. And, yeah. <laughs> is that I'm actually cool in it? Young. No, no, no. Oh. It features <laughs> lyrics such as, I've been doing fine without you, really. Up until the nights got cold. And when you were putting up the lights this year, did you notice one less pair of hands? So, that's one song. Okay. The second one is Christmas Must Be Something More, which is sort of this religious anthem mm-hmm. to baby Jesus. Mm. And it features delightful lyrics such as, So here's to the birthday boy who saved our lives. Um, it's something we all try to ignore and put a wreath up on your door, but here's something you should know that is for sure. Christmas must be something more. So did and you she name a... drops Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, she does. She's so good. It's just so old school Taylor. So did you listen to these when they first came out? Do you enjoy oh, no. them at all? I I'm not a Christmas music fan, and yeah. back then I was not like a huge oh, yeah. Taylor Swift Christmas. I'm yeah. gonna listen to those albums. They're pretty rough. I'm so gonna be I have not listened to them, and maybe that makes me a bad Swifty. You've never heard them. I mean, I probably have. Oh my gosh! But... Christmas must be something more. Is like a guilty pleasure of mine. It's like let's put Christ back in Christmas. You know, okay. like those types of people. 
Like the people who get mad about Starbucks cups. Speaking of which, is going to be a side note. Lance and I were walking around our neighborhood, and it's really cute. Everyone has it decked out, and we walked down this one street that had like, um, just like Christmas. It was kind of like candy cane uh-huh. arches all down these streets with lights. And we walked by this one house, and I had like um, the nativity. I had this big Christmas ornament that said "Put Christ back, back <laughs> um, in Christmas," and then the next two houses had like um, kind of like an outline of like um, a a dreidel, uh-huh. and then there was. <laughs> There's Han Solo, and on it said, let's put Han back in Hanukkah, and it was just really fun, because these houses were right next to each other, and, like, we took photos, and I was like, I wonder if these people, you know, they're obviously Jewish, but did they do that in spite of these people? Were they, hold on, what is it called? Were they taking the piss at their neighbors? (laughs) So that, yeah, random. No, it's a, it's a delightful time of year, I think. <laughs> Let's and go back to, I sidetrack, yeah. <laughs> as I always do. No, I love it. Um, but yeah, so, I mean. So you like the Christ and Christmas yeah. over her lonely, over the less sad breakup. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, there's some good Christmas songs that are like about being sad. Someone's gone. Like, I'll have a blue Christmas out yeah. here. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this one is just like very... No thanks. Okay, <laughs> and I, I honestly, I'm not surprised I haven't listened to them. I, I know. Just, I, I, I don't think I'm a real big fan of like that's okay. Celebrities' music during yeah. Christmas, although I do like Taylor's. Mm. I'll make it. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll drive home and listen yeah. to her. Was it 2006? It's 2007, and she also okay. covers Last Christmas. I've listened to that. Santa Baby. Listen to that. Silent Night. I have not listened and to that. And White Christmas. Maybe I've listened to that. It's very twang Taylor. It's very country Taylor. baby. Ooh, Mm. she better not sing that song. Yeah. Mm. She's going to be canceled. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but yeah, she, it's fun when she dabbles in something new. And I'm glad that this return wasn't, um, as bad as 2007 i was like "Eh?" (laughs) oh yeah no i was pleasantly surprised by christmas tree farm i'll say that much i liked it and you guys i don't i'm scrooge i don't like christmas music i know at all but she won you over she won with her sweet little christmas card i think the only christmas song that i really like my mom always plays christmas music was um (laughs) hansen what Christmas oh, means yes. to me. Such Christmas means me my love. Oh, whoa, oh, oh. whoa. Oh, you guys, listen to it. It is I know. great. What Christmas I know. means to me my love. Hanson. I love that song. It's, uh, it's, I don't think they originated it, but that's always a good one. But I like how they did it. Oh, yeah. Yep. Do you think Taylor should do a cover of that next? Yes. <laughs> that would make my little, like, 12-year-old heart so yes. happy. I also want her to do, like, a really slow, really, really... I guess not sensual, but like a, you know what I mean? Like just like a romantic sort of. Baby, it's cold outside? No, I think she should do <laughs> Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas because I think she could do that really well. Oh, with her nice yes. 30 year old sultry yes. sexy voice? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> do it. So that's what I'm waiting for on the Christmas EP we all thought was coming, but in fact is not because she wrote the song a week ago. So she's <laughs> writing new songs right now. I don't yeah. know. But should we maybe uh, do our next segment? Yes, let's do the should have said nope. And it's Christmas tree farm related. Oh, yes, it is. It definitely is, you guys. We had a lovely Swifty who gave us a little insight to how it was before Christmas tree farm was released. So it was before the music video was released. She gave us a little insight of how she decorated her guest bedroom. She shared it after the oh, right, music right, video right. was yeah, released, yeah, yeah. but she decorated it before yes. the music video. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> just before Christmas Tree Farm was announced, I turned my guest bedroom into a Christmas Tree Farm theme with her childhood photos for holidays. Her mind is blown, but still alive. That's what she <laughs> tweeted. When you first look at it, really cute, like plaid, black and white bedding with some Christmas... Um, Christmas wreaths with like lights all over them, and then she shared some closer, closer photos. <laughs> baby Taylor in frames, nineteen eighty nine Taylor in frame. A lot of baby f- pictures. Yeah, of Taylor Swift. Yeah, she said. Um, yeah, 
People immediately came for her because they decided it was creepy that some grown woman had pictures of mm-hmm. baby Taylor in her room. And so then yep. she sort of justified it as like, um, I mean, I had been online looking for baby photos of Taylor because it was part of this Christmas tree farm idea. I honestly had zero problem with this. I don't care. I don't care People either. lost Ooh, it. People were saying girl, what if I print out pictures of your kids and decorated my room with them? Would that be creepy to you? How is this not clicking? People told her to go to therapy. People were like, why wouldn't you use Christmas photos of you when you were a child? This is just uncomfortable. Someone else tweeted, this is incredibly intrusive and is honestly overstepping (laughs) so many boundaries. We all love Taylor, but you must, but you might need to step back from this so you can gain a better scope on the situation. This is not normal behavior. Please, (laughs) For your own child, try to pull back. Which it's like, I can sort of, like, I can sort of get the criticism. Like, Mm. I can see it's a little, like, a little weird. Like, yes, people hang photos of Taylor Swift as an artist on their walls. I guess the, like, digging through archives and finding, like, baby photos of Taylor is a Mm -hmm. little weird. But ultimately, like, harmless. And... I feel like if any of these Swifties had walked into this room... That's what I was just going to ask you. They how would be you like, feel? oh, cute. Yeah. But if you weren't a Swiftie and you walked in... <laughs> yeah, then I might have other questions. <laughs> so I, like, pulled Lance. We're in, my, we're in my, um, my living room. And you guys, I'm barely starting to put stuff together in my <laughs> living room. Like, I, I have two, two shelves up that I don't really know what to do with. But I pull Lance in and I show him these photos. And I, I, I was like, oh, what do you think of this? He's like, oh cute and I was like well he, he doesn't really know what baby Taylor right. looks like I was like what do you think of these these photos like when you get closer he's like I was like who, who do you think that is he's like oh is that Taylor as a, a baby <laughs> I'm like yeah and he's like well I was like well what do you think about it he's like well it's it's a little weird <laughs> and then you guys I still have Taylor's tombstone <laughs> up in my living room Iconic. I don't know where to put it yeah. and I haven't really decorated I've been here since May yeah. I pointed to my, the tombstone and I was like well, what do you think of that? And he goes, mm, that's a little weird. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. And of- honestly, Taylor might have more problems with you having a literal tombstone of her death day. Of her reputation. Yes. Not oh, yeah, Taylor. yeah, yeah. You're right. Here lies her Taylor's reputation. reputation. You're right. Um, so I'm, her, her guests might think it's a little creepy to go sleep yeah. in this bedroom who aren't big Swifties. A lot of people are like, why don't you just put quotes up of the song? Yeah. I think what she was trying to make a reference to is, wow, I decorated my room, <laughs> this room like this before the music video was out. Yeah. But people, yeah, I mean, it is a little weird. Once you, like, think about it, it is. But yeah. I also just think... Like, why? It's like, people were too... People really came for her. But I just... I was really surprised by the backlash. Me too. And, like, the protectiveness, even though people were using GIFs from the music video, like, Taylor Swift baby photos were mm-hmm. all over Taylor Swift's account. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, I get that there's a line somewhere. She might be towing it, but I didn't feel like, whoa, like, put her on a list, call the cops, this is creep-tastic. Yeah, like, I don't think her next move is going to be to break into Taylor Swift's <laughs> house at all. I don't think she's a threat to Taylor. Um, I think she put this out there thinking... She was going to yeah. get retweeted from Taylor Nation. She was going to get noticed. She might yeah. have not gotten noticed from Taylor Nation. She did get well, noticed from... Did Taylor Nation notice it? Taylor Nation didn't notice this, but oh. they noticed. It was so funny. She posted another photo of her decorating for Christmas, and she's doing a Taylor Swift-themed Christmas tree, which is just, like, general ornaments about different Cute. albums and yeah. stuff. And she has a kitten one she painted or something. And she's like, hey, Taylor Nation. And Taylor Nation was like, so cute. And then people were mad that, like, Taylor Nation continues to like her. And, like, oh. <laughs> and it's like, Taylor Nation is not, like, a watchdog. Like, first of all, they don't know every controversy. No. Controversy. So it was probably just they saw a cute ornament and liked it and moved yeah. on with their lives. Yeah. And also, it's, like, for, it's, like, a few photos. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. I, I don't have an opinion. I on obviously it. <laughs> did not see this on my Twitter feed on Twitter because of course, like Taylor, I get stressed out by Twitter because of things yeah. like this. Yeah, but I'm on like a Murderinos um, Swifty group, and of course, ever, you know anything creepy we all talk about <laughs> comes to Taylor Swift. And someone posted like, "What do you guys think about this guest bedroom um, of Taylor?" And I was really confused. I thought maybe Taylor had shown 
shared a picture oh, yeah. of her guest bedroom. <laughs> She's like, look at my cute photo. That, I was like, why did I miss this? So I go over to Twitter and I Google guest bedroom uh, <laughs> baby Taylor and this pops up and yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't know. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. I understand people think it's creepy, <laughs> but she is a public figure and I'm sure she's not going to keep this up year round. It's just for Christmas time. Yeah. But what's your verdict? I would say the should have said nope goes to people who are letting this stress them out. Like I just, this wouldn't have gotten any traction if you had just scrolled by. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think it's really one that needed like attention. Like I don't think it's like take a step back and like refigure your life. I don't know. Yeah. I should have said nope telling her to go to therapy. (laughs) I mean, it's just, it is what it is. She doesn't pose a threat to Taylor. If you think it's intrusive, just if you don't have anything nice to say. (laughs) Don't say it at all. Yeah, and it's like we're all obsessed Taylor Swift freaks. Like, you know, we have a Taylor Swift podcast. Exactly. They all have, like, Twitter accounts and Tumblrs and, like, Brit puts Taylor's face all over her clothes and shoes. Like, like, I have Taylor Swift's tombstone. Yeah. Like, it's... We all have something. We all have something. People (laughs) will fly from freaking um, Japan to to meet Uh, Taylor. Like, you guys... Yeah. You need to calm down. Yeah. You need to calm down. Yeah, and it's a happy season. It's like, let's listen to Christmas Tree Farm and just be warm and cozy Mm -hmm. and friends. Yes. I think it's great. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think we're excited for the holidays. We're both going to be traveling, so I think this is going to be our last episode unless something comes up. I will be traveling with my microphone just in case (laughs) something big happens. So if we need to record, we (laughs) can. That's dedication. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... You can share your thoughts on anything we talked about this episode by sending us an email at swiftishpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at swiftishpod13 or on Instagram at swiftishpodcast. You can also feel free to leave us a review letting us know what you think um, on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Find us there. Scroll all the way down. Leave us five stars and write a review. Yeah, and we'll we'll read it on air. We'll share it on our Instagram page because we love, love, love. Love that. I know. But until next time, I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley. And Taylor. Merry Christmas.